0: Welcome everyone to GreenCast. This is a podcast that brings practicality to being sustainable. Presented to you by the Waukesha County Green Team, your hosts are myself, Alec Lapoydevin,
1: and me, Laura Lauchs. This is a special edition GreenCast. We're doing a little bit different with our isolation here. Um, We're going to do a special Earth Day episode and we're going to call it Earth Day Celebration in Isolation. So we've got the Three producers of GreenCast here. I'm Laura, and we've got Alec.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to GreenCast. This is Alec Lepoetovan. Um Yeah, a little more freeform today, and we'd love to introduce uh, Stacy, the third member of the group, and our producer of the the podcast.
2: Thank you, Alec and Laura. I'm Stacy Balsley. I uh, my day job is a, a sales and product specialist for Rinders. And I am a specialist with winter products, so my goal with this uh, product line is to help reduce the amount of chlorides going into our our environment while still maintaining um, safe pathways for everybody. And then uh, in my volunteer time, I am the vice president for the Waukesha County Green Team and on the board with these two fabulous people, Alec and Laura. (laughs)
1: awesome so this episode we're going to go a little bit more free form we're just going to talk a little bit about earth day and how we plan to celebrate it and hopefully share some tips and ideas of how we can um, relate to everybody else as we have kind of to hunker down in isolation here so yeah
2: so what i was saying is uh um yeah i was i'm looking at earth day as as this, especially in this time that we're in right now, is being a, a great starting point for someone to recognize and be conscious of the Earth as being an integral part of who they are, and and a good friend. And how do you do that? You know that and that's kind of what what we're at now is trying to figure out. You know, there's no events going on. You you can't you know get together with your friends or family to do something in celebration of Earth Day. So what do we do? <laughs> yeah. On our own.
0: <laughs> plant a tree. I think this is you know I, I know a lot of people have had time to kind of you know they, you know at least from my vantage point I'm looking out a window into downtown Pewaukee here and there's a lot more people out walking, biking. Um, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, spending more time in their yards, connecting with what they've got on their own property. Yep. So it's it's almost like this downtime is giving people more time to observe their their properties. And um, that
2: that's the key word there is observing and being conscious of it. You know, I just I hope yes. people are you know, it it has a big takeaway for them, you know, that they really, they feel that connection and and how peaceful it is and how fun it can be to be outside respectfully playing
1: in nature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good word there too.
1: I would second that as well. Like I've, I've seen in the past couple of weeks when I've been working from home here, there's when I go out and run in the gardens behind my apartment, um, There's like so many more people than there normally is. Everybody is using this time to be outside because it's the only place we can be, (laughs) which is kind of nice, actually. Yeah, I'm really hoping that,
2: you know, this will become a habit. I I hope that, you know, I, I certainly don't want us to be in isolation for too long, but I hope it's long enough so that we can, so that everybody can get this into a habit form, you know, they desire it, they want it, and they'll keep doing it. And I think that will, um, boy, that'll make a, I think that'll make a huge difference, um, going forward with, you know, all our issues with the climate, um, you know, waste, all that stuff. I, I think this will be a, another great start for it.
0: Well, and I think, yeah, you mentioned something there that, that has been, you know, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what some of the data is going to come back with on this, you know, from the climate change perspective, because right now most of the world has been shutting down. So what are the emissions like? What are. Yeah, you know, I, I know there have already been some maps of um, air pollution over places like you know, China, just because that's the one I did see um, not to pick on them, but it was a massive decrease in air pollution during this time. Yeah. So is this mm-hmm. going to be a time for us to see the real impact of what, you know, we have been putting out there just because we're able to map what it's like when things are shut down? Um, so mm-hmm. I think this, the, you know, this time of isolation, it's it's a time of reflection. It's a time of observation. It's a time of, you know, kind of looking at these issues, or it, it can be at least. Yeah, um, that's And seeing, like- yeah, what... What what is our role in the bigger picture of being a part of this planet?
2: Yeah, and so I mean, Laura, like what you were saying, you've seen people, and Alec, you were saying you've seen um, people in your neighborhoods just you know playing in the yards and the grass and the gardens. And what I'm I'm hoping is that you they can give back a little bit on Earth Day. So if they see trash on the ground. They can pick it up. I mean, Earth doesn't want trash. Earth didn't make that trash. Let's get rid of it, you know, and I hope that they don't want to see it either. So they'll pick it up. I mean, that's such an easy thing to do. Great thing to do with your kids, too.
1: Yes, I think that's a great challenge for Earth Day. It's it's a great thing to be able to do Earth Day celebration and isolation by just going around your neighborhood and picking up the trash. I actually saw a post on Facebook today about um, some people who were, you know, sick of being inside and wanted to do something, so they went down a street in Milwaukee and just picked up trash on the, oh um, wow, the, the road, and they created their own Milwaukee. I think it was Milwaukee Pickup Challenge hashtag or something like that. What so. Is- wouldn't it be great if we could get that trending for Earth Day? I think that would be a great way to celebrate. Yeah, could we could we do yeah. a
0: hashtag Earth Day in in isolation hashtag and
1: Ooh, you know yes. match
0: that to the Green Team and
1: oh man, um, let um, start it, let's do it.
0: I think that'd be great. Yeah, you know, that would yeah you know, that could show the impact of um, you know our our listener base here too, and that that stuff spreads. And I, I like your you know. Your suggestion there, Laura, of yeah, maybe asking people, you know, collect a bag of trash while you're out walking in your neighborhood and, you know, mm-hmm. post, post that.
2: Yeah. You know, hashtag
0: yeah. Earth, earth Day in Isolation, um, <laughs> you know, with your bag of trash. And,
2: you know, and the other thing, too, if, if someone um, doesn't, you know, want to be so active and, and having to, you know, handle trash. The other thing I was thinking that would be great is to have, or to ask people when they step outside to look up at the trees, look mm. beyond the the homes, the road, look at the trees. I mean, right now, without anything leafed out, it is they're so beautiful. I mean, the silhouettes mm. and all the branches, and it's it's art of its own. And I think. Um, You know, if we can, since we're all slowed down anyway, you know, we can easily start looking up and seeing, and seeing the nature above us as opposed to the man-made structures. And even going farther, taking that yet another, another, um, step is when you go outside, listen, you know, what do you hear Mm -hmm. beyond the man-made stuff? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there's still a few cars on the road <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know what are you hearing the frogs now? do you hear what kind of birds or you know the rustling of of branches in the wind or, or you know things like that you know just to yeah. notice it
0: yeah. yeah,
2: really really notice it and recognize it
0: well, and I, I know I've heard a lot of people, you know, say how this is kind of a, a giant pause button for everyone. And I know, I mean, not to make light of the situation or, or anything, there's a lot of, you know, uncertainty and stuff going on, but, you know, it's a, it's a, it is a time of reflection and a time of, you know, that, that peace where people can take, you know, it it's very therapeutic to go out and be in nature, yeah. you know, take that time to just be out and be still and silent in nature and listen. Like you, mm-hmm. you had said. Yes. You know, and it's the birds that were the, my first, you know, that that breaking that silence of winter. Um yeah. you always notice the songbirds coming back in.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you pay attention to their their calls and I mean, it's just you really feel the you know, the the majesty of being part of this nature is mm-hmm. like seeing all that stuff, seeing the plants grow and the new stuff starting to pop up all over your yard and you know, the new animals coming in and out and, you know, I, yeah. I I look on the lake and there's certain species of ducks that come in at this time of year and then they're not here for the rest of the year.
2: Right. Isn't that so cool?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. And there's loons here, which loons are no- usually <laughs> northern Wisconsin, but they make their first stops here. You know, or, I mean, not their first stops, but in Wisconsin, they're they're here first and then they go to the north for the rest of the year.
2: Really? I, yeah. I, I have never that.
0: So early in the morning, I hear loon calls here on Pewaukee Lake, and
2: you you see them
0: diving. And then there's this, you know, black feathered, white headed duck. I don't know what variety it is, but they go around in little packs. And I saw a bald eagle the other day.
2: (gasps) Oh, Oh, man.
0: man. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I wouldn't (laughs) see all this if I wasn't working from home with my, you know, desk at the window. Which, admittedly, probably get distracted and don't work, but
2: yeah. You know. <laughs> Before the um, we were, uh, you know, asked to all work from home. I was in Minnesota for some work, and driving back. Oh, my gosh, I saw so many bald eagles. I
1: couldn't
2: remember. <laughs> wow. I was amazed. I've never seen so many. I, and when I first saw them, I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe that's just my eyes. I'm not seeing things right. But then, uh-huh. I mean, they were left and right, you know, in the trees, flying, coming down in the water. Wow, that was so cool.
0: That's awesome. Wow.
1: Yeah, I think, I think this could also be extended into a really cool Earth Day thing or just – as you're working from home, kind of turn it into a phenology project. Um, So at one of my my weird schools that I went to, um, (laughs) one of our uh, semester projects, we were told to pick a spot and you had to go there. I think it was at least once a week. I can't remember exactly how many times, but go there and just notice things, notice, you know, what you see, what you smell, what you hear. Um, Just kind of keep a journal of what you're seeing and, You can, you know, sketch a couple of the plants that you notice or um, just write down all the noises that you're hearing. And I think that kind of melds what both of you were saying of being out in nature, noticing what is around. So if you could just like pick a spot, maybe it's outside your window, but maybe you can go outside and find a park and notice things and kind of just pay attention to how it's progressing every week. And that can be a really good way to connect with nature and kind of just feel the seasons change. I love it.
2: Wow. Yeah,
0: that's a really good idea.
1: Boy, oh, you did that for
2: a credit class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <you're> so <laughs> lucky, I can't
1: imagine. <laughs> we did that for our biology class in high school.
2: Love it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: Well, and that engages so much of your, like all your senses and, you know, just really having to, yeah, you got to be really present for that. And I think that's, you know, a a meditative practice of just being very present with yourself and with what's around you. And um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah.
1: And speaking of meditation, um, we are also going to have our next, our next episode in May, we're going to have a meditation mindfulness um, practitioner on, and she's going to, teach us about the importance of mindfulness and she's going to walk us through a couple of um, examples of how we can practice that by ourselves. So this could be a really good practice before we learn how to do it in May. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Love it. Very good idea. So another thing I was thinking too, is that, you know, um, you don't necessarily have to be outside when we are in the kitchen we could be thinking about the earth with the food mm-hmm. that we're cooking with. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, looking or preparing your sandwich, or maybe eating a sandwich your, or a salad, you know, look at that food. For, I mean, just look at it. Think about it. Where did it come from? Where did it grow? Where did that lettuce and that sandwich come from? It was from the earth. What did it look like? It was around. maybe it was iceberg lettuce. It was round or it was long like a romaine lettuce. You know, I mean, those little things, especially with kids, um, just to kind of get them thinking a little bit more of, uh, you know, where that are and being aware that our food actually comes from the earth. Mm -hmm. Our system is so directly related to earth. Well,
0: and, you know, I think on – You know, kind of the sustainability side of that, that practice there. And that's something I, I I was doing for a little while was, you know, each meal kind of looking at it and thinking through that process of, Mm -hmm. you know, this came from here and, you know, kind of also a gratitude practice of being grateful for the, you know, the whole process of that food getting to my plates and that, you know, on the sustainability side, it's how much of this was grown right here maybe from your own garden or from a local farm, or was it a grocery store? That's a chain that it was grown in California and shipped here. And, you know, starting to think of all those connections of, you know, who's involved and what's involved to get that food to your plate and being, you know, aware of all those steps in the process and, you know, grateful that, One, you have the food on your plates, and then to the plants and the people and, you know, the whole process of where it comes from. And then, you know, thinking through like other ways to maybe bring that a little more local and for especially an Earth Day sustainability mindset, you know, being aware, okay, like I can get these produce items from, you know, the farmer's market or from, you know, a friend that's growing stuff or, you know, so on and so on. And, you know, start to cut some of those long distance trips out of your your meals and, mm-hmm. you know, be a, be more aware of that, that bigger picture. And um, I think this is a great time to start looking at that stuff and
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: thinking sustainable and thinking um, local. And, you know, this time is also a great time to support local since, you know, we're looking at a lot of different different issues going on right now that we could be supporting people close to us who um, you know, need the business and need the support. And, you know, we're kind of hitting two birds, one stone sort of thing. Maybe throwing rocks at birds isn't the best earth day message, but um, <laughs> you get what I'm saying with it.
1: <laughs> Alec, with your, with your uh, work in gardening, do you have any suggestions for people who are farms that we can go to, to get produce right now?
0: Yeah, a big um, you know, place I like to support is uh, Stonebank Farm Market in Stonebank. Um, they're fantastic. They do 100% organic. They're, they really upped their game this year with a new greenhouse and are looking to sell a lot of plant starts coming up here in May. Um, they're also selling fresh produce through their market daily. Um, and they do, you know, pickup orders and, and that type of thing. I'm still not sure what they're going to be doing for their plant sale coming up, but I'm I'm hoping to help them in any way I can. Um, Also, um, Ava's Garden, uh, she's north of Oconomowoc. She's going to be selling plants. Uh, Brintag Farm is another one that's, you know, both Carol and uh, her husband came out and did a short little presentation for us for the permaculture and gardening group. And I've worked with them on their farm, helping them harvest some stuff, and they'll be doing CSAs this year, so I always like to promote them. Um, but yeah, any local CSAs are great. Can we
2: um, put those on our our Facebook
1: follow up page? Yeah, I'll definitely post a lot of stuff that we have for this this episode for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah and I can I can come up with some other local people that I've worked with that um, you know are are doing really good things and. Um, it's a great time to get them out to the community so people are aware of them being there and um, you know kind of keeping that stuff in mind and these are all a lot of the people I work with are are practicing what we look at with the green team, you know, very sustainable yeah. methods, organic practices, mm-hmm. healthy you know produce and and plants for for good living mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, I, I you know it's been i guess coming from my perspective, I'm a little biased on the plant side of things, but um you know, encouraging people to, to try planting something, you know, for a day, any, you know, the more plants yeah. we put in the ground, the better it is for, you know, the soil, the plants, the planet. Um, you know, so try your hand at gardening, you know, throw throw some seeds in a little bare patch in your, your backyard or, you know, if you've got old containers or anything that holds soil, I tell people is a garden. So Get, get something, throw, throw some good soil in there, grab some seeds, and try your hand at growing something. There's nothing that's going to connect you more to an Earth Day message than seeing that plant life grow. I mean, it's amazing.
2: And I imagine everyone's got some seeds around somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Quite <laughs> honestly, I think I even have seeds from years ago that I, I didn't completely use up.
0: Yeah, and those I just throw down a little... Throw a few extra ones in there in case the germination rate's not very good, and
1: yeah,
0: you know, you'd be surprised.
1: I was told last week that peppers, right, or seeds right out of a bell pepper will work. Is that true, Alec?
0: Some of them. Um, it depends on you know. Was that pepper? You know, there are there are some peppers that are grown specifically so those don't produce. Um, so if it's like an heirloom variety, um, those typically will, uh, you know, the seeds are viable, so they'll be good to go. Um, now if they've been cross pollinated with another plants, depending on the, 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 plant variety, um, you know, they could come out, not what you're expecting. Um, so a good example was, you know, if you have two different varieties of squash and they're heirloom varieties and they're planted next to each other and you know the pollinators come in and do their thing and jump from one plant to the next well the mm-hmm. seeds from one of those squash plants might be a combination of the two squashes oh. so you're you're planting them hoping for butternut squash and you get something in between you know the butternut and the winter squash or yeah might be a bad example but two different types and might not be quite what you're looking for but mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it doesn't hurt to try it, and, you know. If you're just really experimenting and seeing how things are going to grow, you know, throw any seeds out there. I, I throw I take I took all the old fruits, and like you know the the peppers and the tomatoes and some ground cherries, and I just threw a bunch of it in this wild area by uh, my wildflower garden at my parents' house. And I'm just going to see what happens. Uh, <laughs> last year I had tomatoes growing in there and I had ground cherries growing, and this year I've thrown a whole bunch of other stuff in there, so it. <laughs> Just an experiment. I mean, that's not yeah, my real gardening area, but I'm just curious to see what's going to happen.
2: I gotta admit, I've got a, I've got a fairly large compost system, and it's always fun in the spring to see what's growing in there. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. You do have that that big compost bin, and wasn't there a squash growing in there when I stopped by?
2: Yes. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> all on the. Yeah, I, I had all those gourds in there and. They're now on the on the hugel.
1: All right. So to wrap up here, Stacy, do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of what's happened with the green team coming up?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, there's not a whole lot, to, you know, going on because of our, you know, having to remain safe and somewhat isolation. So we are, I mean, we're still planning um to for next year for 2021 for our sustainability fair we're trying to bring some of our presentations that we wanted to do in 2020 um, in an online format so we can still um help people figure out a way to be living and working more sustainably um, you know, and that's, that's really about it. You know, we were, boy, and we still have, you know, volunteer needs as well. I mean, we need someone to help us out in putting together and publishing our uh, electronic newsletter. That's something that anyone can do. You know, you don't have to be in a group environment. So that's something that um, we could certainly work on now and in, um, acquiring, uh, volunteer help for that. You know, we're not, we're not doing our active outreach with the farmers markets. Um, can't be planning on participating in, in a bunch of, you know, summer and spring events that our partner organizations would be putting on. And now it's, um, you know, all that is on hold or, you know, until maybe later in the summer or not at all.
0: You know, it is it is a little different now. Um, we we do have you know our our green team usually does have a lot of things going on, spring and summer. I mean, that's when we really want to get the community engaged and get outside. But um, I think you know a point of us doing a little extra Earth Day celebration and isolation podcast is to you know give our audience a little bit more content and and something to listen to and still engage everyone a little bit. So. Um, please, anyone that that finds this, you know, maybe a little bit entertaining and informative, share it with some other people. Spread the word a little bit. Um, you know, try out some of you know the suggestions we had on here, and and just have some fun with, you know, the the times you can be outside these days, and and maybe do something different for Earth Day, and reach out to the community a little bit. Um, we do encourage you to check out our. Green Team websites, uh, the Facebook page for this podcast. Check it out. Ask us questions. You know, start some conversations. Get people interested in that, and you know, we'd be happy to to engage in conversation. We have this great, you know, technology with us that is really making this isolating time still a time where we can talk and and um, reach out to people. So let's let's take advantage of that, and yeah, please. Follow us, listen to this, check out the other episodes, um, share it with people, and we'll, we'll get more good stuff out to you soon.
1: Here, here. All right. Happy Earth, Day.
0: Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth
1: Day. Make sure to check out GreenCast on Facebook, where we post the most up-to-date information, release episodes, provide a lot more resources about things you heard on the show, and have conversations about episodes and sustainability in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and beyond. Also, if you're interested in the Waukesha County Green Team, please check out our website and Facebook page and come to one of our board meetings. They're always open to the public. Greencast is produced through the Waukesha County Green Team by Alec Lapoitevin and Laura Laux with help from Stacey Balsley. Our theme music is by Dan Krill and Emma Koppel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, sustainability starts with all of us.